Hey everyone, this is Brother Wayne Clemens. I just want to thank you for tuning in with us today and being part of the worship experience here at Potter's Hope. Also, I want to tell you that there's several different venues that you'll be able to get the message in the entirety if you'd like. They're either by podcast or either going to pottershope.com where you'll also be able to listen and watch uh, for any of those times. But also, I want to encourage you to be with us in person, 8.30 Central Time at Exit 124, right there at White Mills and the Eastview Exit right off the Western Kentucky Parkway. And then also on campus, Sunday mornings here at 135 Commerce Drive uh, at 10.30. Also, our Wednesday night services at 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. But anyway, God bless you. I hope this message just um, in this time of encouragement finds you doing awesome. Be encouraged and know that Jesus loves you. God bless. Everything. 
Y'all sure y'all won't be in here? All right. Good evening, everybody. How many of y'all thankful to be the church tonight? Hallelujah. Come on, let's give him some praise. I want to welcome all those folks that are online with us tonight and also on campus, whether you're inside tonight or outside. Uh, so thankful to have this opportunity to come and be part of Solidify 2020. You all have been hearing me speak about this now for probably well over a month. Why are we doing what we're doing? It's to reinforce your faith. It's absolutely, it's absolutely to encourage each and every one of us, not just to reinforce your faith, but also to strengthen the home and then to unify all of us as the body of Christ. Why today, September 18th? Today would mark what would be called Rosh Hashanah, which is head of the year. The Jews know that this is the beginning of a brand new year. And what would happen that they, earlier today, well, actually it would be 6 p.m. in Jerusalem. They're seven hours ahead of us, Mike, I think, if I have that correct. So seven hours ago, they would have sounded a trumpet, which would have set in order or set in place the next 10 days. And they would be the days of repentance that would precede Yom Kippur or the Day of Atonement. See, today, everybody wants to think that it just takes the blood, but it takes repentance. It takes repentance. The Word of God says, all those that call upon the name of the Lord, the same shall be saved. But we're living in a time right now to where everyone thinks that everybody's going to heaven. He said, repent. And right now, in 2020, right here on September 18th, this nation has never stood in such a place of repentance that it needs to come to. So we're believing. We're believing that this is just going to encourage all the Christians to rise up, to be encouraged, to, to truly arise in his name. We're going to worship tonight. We're going to pray tonight. I'm going to encourage you to put your groove on. I'm going to encourage you to get out your prayer mantle. I'm going to encourage you to raise your hands, stomp your feet. Let the laughter roll. Let it mingle with the tears coming down your cheeks. But let's believe that America is right now on the brink of the greatest revival that it's ever seen. A lot of people right now are living in fear. Those that have used his name in vain, those that have used his name to spice up their speech. But a lot of people are asking, what's next? I believe that the trumpet could sound at any moment, Pastor Greg. Listen, I believe that everybody may hear it, but everybody ain't going. And just think about this for just a moment, that if you were to hear it and not understood what it meant. 
And you've seen people all around you, Amy, that were just, man, I mean, just splitting for the sky, Joe. What a time. But tonight, I've asked Brother Josh to help us. He's going to blow the shofar. As you stand to your feet, this is not only going to be our call to worship, but if you're here on campus, if you're watching online, this is going to begin something in you. I'm praying it's going to begin something in you. This is a call to repentance. This is a call to anyone that hears. Here's our voice tonight to call on God before it's too late. Let's give God some praise. Can we do it? Come on, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Oh, is that the best you can do? Come on, let's praise the Lord. Come on, one more time, one more time. The Word of God says that we overcome, Jenny, by what? The blood of the Lamb. Come on, Jenny. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb. And the Word of our testimony, the Word of our testimony, yeah. We overcome by The word of our testimony, the word of our testimony, yeah. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb. And the word of our testimony, the word of our testimony, sing it out now. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We overcome.
Gonna go ahead and just praise him. <laughs> well, just go on and praise him. Just, just go ahead and thank him. That's what we're here to do tonight. We're here to celebrate Jesus. By the way, this altar's open. This altar's open. It's already started out here. And online, I want to encourage you, wherever you're at, whether you're in the living room or wherever this may find you, let this be a time of repentance. Shh. They must have laughed. 
Jenny just peddled. There's a prayer meeting going on up in here at the altar and a prayer meeting going on out here. I'm going to encourage you to go in and out. If I could have some of you ladies that's out here, if y'all could come on in and pray behind some of these other sisters that are in here praying. Some of you young men that could come in and pray with this other young man that's praying. I told you, somebody said, what are we going to do? I said, what he wants us to do. We're going to worship the Lord tonight, Gerald. We're going to praise him. I'm going to encourage you. If the Holy Spirit tells you to move out of your seat and get closer, get closer. Get closer. You may be here tonight. You may be interceding for somebody else. You may be standing in the gap for someone else. You do that. Whatever the Holy Ghost is calling you to do, let's do it. Let's do it. Same way for those of you that are watching online. Same way. Same way.
about that. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. Come on, Potter. So how do you fight your battles? Come on. Let's give the Lord some praise. If he's ever healed your body, praise him. If he saved your soul, praise him. Why don't you let everybody hear you praise the Lord? Why don't you testify of how good God's been to you? Listen, we're here tonight, man, to praise him. And and online, people have already started sending their prayer requests. And uh, just let them know also, Eric, that as they're doing that, we want them to send in the praise reports too. Tonight, man, as Jenny, just keep pedaling here for a minute. We'll be shifting gears in just a moment. Somebody said this tonight. I, I won't put the names with it. Just simply said, I wish I could be there with you guys in person. We miss y'all. And they said that they're sick and they're in quarantine right now. Can we believe for healing to hit that home? Can we believe? So listen, right now, you know that's your request. I want you to know that it's not just going to be me praying. It's not just going to be one or two praying. We got people in the house praying. And I need to encourage you to tell you that right now, Jesus Christ is sitting at the right hand of the Father making intercession. So as we lift it up, it's being received. So right now, Amy, I want you to pray. I want you to pray that there's going to be healing hit this home for this young lady. And they're pending, waiting at home, pending, waiting for those results. Heavenly Father, God, we just bind together tonight believing that this time of quarantine is going to be a time where you draw these people close to you, that they hear your voice, that they feel your presence, that they feel the power of the Holy Spirit. And God, that you be that healer, God, right now of their body, of their souls, and of their mind. I pray all anxiety and worry would be gone. I pray any fever or discomfort would be gone. And God, that you just give them the spirit of wholeness, their whole body, their whole mind, their whole spirit would be communing with you during this time. And God, as they had this time alone, don't let them feel lonely. Let them feel fulfilled in your spirit. Let them feel whole and, and just washed and drawn close to you, God. Let them feel the love of Christ like they've never felt it before. And God, we're believing that you're going to do a great and mighty healing in Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah. I've got two requests here, one with a stage three and another with a stage four diagnosis of breast cancer. How many of you know that there's no other name above his name? Tonight, will you bind an agreement with with me? Let's bind an agreement together and declare healing. Before we pray, I've got to ask you, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Let's pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to know right now that the doctors have diagnosed you with three or four, whichever stage. But I need to tell you right now that a great physician was there the first time you called on him. And we're going to believe right now because two or three are gathered together in the mighty name of Jesus.
We believe that every cell of cancer right now is bound in Jesus' name. And we believe, God, right now that you're releasing, hallelujah, a heavenly healing. God, and we promise that we'll give you all the glory, that you'll get all the honor. That God tonight, I know you're jealous for your glory, but God, heal. Do what your word said, that as we ask this in the precious name of Jesus, let it be a miracle, God. We know you're more than just a God of miracles. But God, tonight, so that those that don't believe would believe. God, tonight, turn the hearts of the unbeliever back to you, God, as these miracles are multiplied. Hallelujah. And Lord, right now, as we speak to these two ladies, you be encouraged in your spirit. We're praying for your mind right now. And we bind that spirit of anxiousness. And God, right now, Greg, just as you had said earlier, my peace I leave unto you, my peace I give unto you. Come on. So God, right now, flood their soul with your presence. We love you, Lord. We give you all the glory, all the honor. Let's go ahead and thank God for those healings. Let's go ahead and thank God for those healings. Let's don't even play what if. We know God's will is sovereign. We understand all of that. But he said, the word tells us to pray believing, to pray believing while we're here tonight. You can get settled in for just a moment. You can be seated. This night is going to be unorthodox, probably one like we've never done before. You can be seated for just a moment. Jenny, you can keep pedaling for just a second, and then we'll shift gears here in just a moment. The Word of God says, now faith, say now faith, is the substance of things hoped for with the evidence of things not seen. Solidify, reinforce, strengthen, unite. We're not here tonight under the banner of Potter's Hope. We're not here tonight under the banner of any religious organization. We're here tonight under the banner of the Almighty God. That name that's above every other name. That's why we're here. I ask a few people, I've got some short clips and videos, and Jenny will pedal here for just a moment. But I've asked people, tell me what challenges your faith. Tell me what strengthens your faith. And tonight, I think there's a 21-year-old young lady here that we'll show on the screen, and I think she'll encourage you. We could. Could you give me that first one there, Eric? right and what is wrong. I think a good thing to um, help strengthen my faith is to be around good Christian people that have good values and good um, Christian values in saying that. And I think that when you're around that and in that atmosphere, um, it's a support system. And not so much that it's easier to do the right thing, it's just um, not as, um, I guess, as tempting. It's just good to be around good people that have good values. How many of you know you're a product of what you hang out with? Come on. Just be encouraged. We're going to roll another one or two. This is all about reinforcing your faith. Give me a couple more, Eric. Good morning. I'm Tommy Tendergast. What challenges my faith probably most of all right now 
is just the different families that have to deal with the troubles with this virus. What strengthens my faith is that I know that God works out all things for the good of those who believe in Him and those who love Him. And knowing that even in my hardest times, God's got something better in store for me. Let's give God some praise. How many of you know that all things work together for the good, for those who love the Lord and are called according to His purpose? Hallelujah. Come on, Eric. Give me another one. What challenges my faith today is probably myself. Me trying to get out. I can't get out of the way of myself. And uh, the reinforcement of my faith, it's just my time. Uh, my time with, with Him. How many of you would agree that when you spend time with the Lord, it changes you? How many of you would agree it not only changes you? How many of you wives know that when your husband spends time with the Lord, it changes everything at home? Come on, Eric, give me another one. My name is Larry Darst, and I have been a Christian for 38 years, saved in 1982. And in all those years, I would say the thing that has strengthened my faith more than anything is that I have never had a time when I had to walk alone. My wife was saved first. There were many strong Christians around at the time I was saved. And I always had them to encourage me, to teach me, to lift me up all the time. And, and so I've never had a time where I had to walk alone. Uh, probably the most challenging thing to my faith is my not being able to let things go that I just want so badly, good things, like my children to be saved and walk with the Lord, grandchildren walking with the Lord, and anybody I really love, even to the point of seeing one just come to the Lord on his deathbed, and it was so wonderful. But being able to leave those things in the hand of God with the anxiety and leave the anxiety has probably been the hardest challenge to my faith. Come on, Eric, give me another one. What challenges my faith is that the battles that come against us, whether it's from the outside or the inside, and what helps me reinforce my faith is crying out to Him and reading His Word, but then I reach out to my sisters in Christ that shared faith that just is unspeakable, lifts us up out of the battles, that we have victory. Sometimes we're the ones holding our arms up and sometimes we're the one holding theirs arms up with the rod of faith. And I'm just so thankful for that. And um, may we each one just be stronger and ready to win the battles. What challenges my faith is when the enemy attacks in my reactions. How I strengthen my faith in that is I bind with my, my Christian sisters and we, we stand together and we talk about it. We lean on each other and we get that word and support each other and encourage each other to, to get in that word and, and to find that faith and find that root where God is in it and how to change our reactions from those negative things, those flesh things, into those spiritual things. Can we give God some praise tonight? If you notice tonight, there's one common denominator that pretty well runs throughout most all of them. 
And go ahead and turn to somebody and say you're not alone. Last Sunday, Pastor Greg, we were talking about a shared faith. Tonight, we have a shared faith. We have a faith, man, in none other than him, knowing that if everything else around us collapses, he will stand. I want to encourage you, church, to stand, man, like you've never, never stood before in such a way that you're so strengthened in him. Your flesh it's weary. It's worn out. Why don't we just go ahead and crucify the flesh in Jesus' name? And why don't we just start standing in the Holy Ghost and letting that begin to be our strength? Stand with us tonight. Pastor Greg, why don't you come? Why don't you come? Thank you so much, Jenny. Can we thank God for Jenny tonight? She showed up, and I said, Jenny, you know you're going to have to do a song or two. For those of you that don't know this young man, Pastor Greg was with us several years back and uh, been with us really ever since in our hearts. And uh, I come to know Pastor Greg through a great friend of mine and many others, a fellow by the name of Micah Parkinson. And Mike, I don't know if this will reach you up there in Canada, but uh, I hope that it does. But Micah introduced me to a lot of wonderful people. This guy was one of them. We were doing a men's retreat up around Lake Cumberland. And Greg came to do the worship. And, <laughs> and Brother Rick Clendenin spoke to us men. So thank you, Micah, for aligning all these people, man, in our life and forever a treasure. So tonight, what are we going to do, Pastor? We're going to worship. We've already been worshiping. Listen, out here, and I know the camera guys probably can't see out here, but tonight, underneath this canopy, they've got some lights strung out through here. And uh, there ain't anything keeping you from worship but you. So tonight, if you want to lift your hands, like I said before, if you want to come to this altar and you just want to lay in a heap, just lay in a heap. If you want to find you a corner and pray, pray. For those of you that are watching online and you've got more prayer requests, we're going to try to get to as many of those as we can. Those praise reports, we want to release those too. But we want to worship. My dear friend, Greg, which is just part of the trio, he'll tell you two-thirds of who he is and the best of what he is is back home in Berea. Missy and Caleb. They're watching. She just texted. They're watching. Hey, if y'all could, could everybody turn around and wave at Caleb? Even y'all out there, let's wave at Caleb. All right, come on, all over the house. Let's get, hey, let's give the Lord some praise. People just tuning in. Just thankful you're watching tonight. Love you, Caleb. Love y'all, Missy. Pastor Greg, we love you. Go ahead on. Isn't the Lord good? Isn't the Lord good? <laughs> I don't know about you. I love his presence. I love his spirit. Love Potter's Hope. I'm going to share my heart with you. Can I do that? 
You may know these songs, you may not know these songs, but you're going to know the Spirit. Isn't the name of Jesus wonderful? Isn't the name of Jesus wonderful? tonight that God's name is all you need. People say cancer. I say Jesus. People say sickness. I say Jesus. 
People say COVID-19. I say Jesus. People say the devil. I say Jesus. <laughs> Isn't his name wonderful? Isn't his name powerful? There's no name like his name. No name. There's no name like Jesus. The Bible said there's no name given under heaven by which men might be saved. But the wonderful name of Jesus, the powerful name of Jesus, the glorious name of Jesus, the magnificent name of Jesus. I don't know about you, I don't get tired of that name. <laughs> I wake up saying, Jesus, I need you today. I go to bed with this name. Jesus, you can keep me through the night when nothing else can. God, you can keep me through the fear. You can keep me through the pain. You can keep me through the poverty. You can keep me through anything that's going on. There's power in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I hope you haven't come from anything fancy from me tonight. I'm here about Jesus and Jesus alone. Because what this world does not hear enough of is the mighty name of Jesus. And if I got a place where I can go and the doors are open, where people can hear me outside, uh, I'm going to say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There is no other name but Jesus. There is no other power but Jesus. Uh, if you're reaching out for something tonight, reach out for Jesus. Hallelujah. If you're looking for something tonight, look for Jesus. It isn't the name. Jesus, powerful. <laughs> Isn't the name of Jesus powerful? Say, Son of God, in one of us. Son of God, in one of us. The lover of my soul. Isn't the name of Jesus powerful? Come on, put your hands together tonight for Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Nobody like Jesus tonight, amen. He loves you. He loves all of you too. He loves me. You know what I don't do? I don't know what I would do without Jesus. I don't know how people make it. Things don't have to be right. Things don't have to be perfect, Pastor. I just need Jesus. I just need the Holy Spirit to wrap his arms around me. People been all crazy these days, amen? People being all crazy, acting all crazy, doing all kinds of crazy things. You know what I'm doing? I'm just holding on to Jesus. Can I read something for you for a moment? I didn't come to read scriptures, and I surely didn't come to preach. Let me read something for you. I'm going to read a couple verses that are going to show the signs of the times, and I'm going to read a couple verses that we ought to reflect on during these signs of the times. Can I do that with you for just a moment before I sing something else? 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5 says this. It says, but realize this. 
that in the last days, difficult times will come. For men will be lovers of their selves, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, without self-control. They'll be brutal, haters of God, and more. 2 Peter 3, 3 and 4 says this, Know this first of all, that in the last days mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lust and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues just as it was from the beginning of creation. Boy, does that not describe where we are. How many would agree with that? Amen. Amen. Let me read you something else. Psalms 95 and 1 and 3 says this, though. It says, Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence and thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. <laughs> I like this part. It goes on to say this. It says, For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. Let me read that again in case you didn't get it down deep. It says, for the, Lord God, for the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. Isaiah 40 and 28 says this. It says, have you not known, have you not heard, the Lord is an everlasting God. The creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. I'm going to read you one more, and then we're going to sing a little bit. Psalms 147 and 5, it says this. It says, great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. You know what that tells me right there, all of those verses? Those other verses told us who we are and where we are. But the other verses that I read, the second half, told us who God is and where he is. The enemy tonight would have you believe that, that you are alone, that you are in trouble, that you're not going to make it, that he's got everything in his hands, that he's got your life in his hands, and that he can do with you what he wants to do with you. But can I tell you, friend, that God's still in control, that God's still on the throne, that God is a great God, and he's a God of power. Do you believe that? Come on, he's a great God and a God of power. Hallelujah. I don't need you to shout for me. I can shout for myself. He's a great God. He's a great God. This world, the Bible says it's going to burn anyway. Hallelujah. He's great. I don't know about you, what I'm trying to get you to think about tonight is a great God, a man named Jesus, one who's on the throne, one who sent his spirit. He said, I'll go away, but I'll send you a comforter. There'll be someone that'll come. And the Bible says that suddenly, like a mighty rushing wind, the power of the Holy Spirit fell in that room and it filled all of them. There's a God with an end suddenly movement for you tonight and all you have to do is step into it tonight. Dear God. Why did it come to preach, Pastor? There's such a good spirit here tonight. 
We love you, Jesus. Jesus. 
to wrap me in your arms. I know you're singing at home with me, Caleb. Sing that with me, buddy. Wrap me in your arms. So wrap me in your arms. Oh, Jesus, wrap me. Hallelujah. There's nobody like you. There's no one who cares for me. Nobody that cares for me like you, Jesus. There's no one who's going to deliver me from the hand of my enemy like you, Jesus. You have placed a hedge around your people, Lord. That we could hide in your presence and be safe, oh God. You've delivered us from evil. You've set our hearts free. safe in your arms oh God I'm safe in your arms Jesus I'm going to speak to somebody here tonight you feel like you're just not safe the devil is a liar hear me I, I'm, not, I'm not wanted to say that you're safe in his arms there's safety in the arms of Jesus safety in his arms <laughs> oh the safety in his arms he'll wrap you in his arms if you let him he'll wrap you in his arms
them less Billows of love Oh, peace Peace Wonderful peace Hallelujah Coming down From the Father for his peace tonight, amen. If you know that last line, say that with me. Sweep over my spirit forever I pray in fathomless billows of some folks, of course, to send in some prayer requests and some praise reports. One praise report just said that, man, just the bountiful blessings just this month alone has been truly incredible. And how God has blessed them all of our life, man. So thankful for that. Amy, if you would, I'm going to let you come on up here if you can make your way around. I'm going to let you read this next one, a powerful praise How many of you, you can be seated for just a moment. We, we're not done worshiping. We're just really getting a good start. Hey, by the way, can we, just take, can we just take a praise break right now? Can we just thank the Lord? Can we just thank Him? Have you enjoyed the presence of God already? Well, come on. Let's praise Him. I told you, we don't need an agenda. That's just like me going to a buffet. It ain't got to be in alphabetical order, Jack. I come to eat, man. I come to eat. Before Amy comes, I'm going to talk to that one tonight. That uh, you, 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 you in transition, and you don't know whether to go on or go back. If I could, for just a moment, I'm going to address you. See, there's two places in Scripture, Sister Diane, that, that I know what it says, and at midnight. And at midnight, it was in the book of Acts when Paul and Silas was <laughs> chained away because they done got in trouble <laughs> for calling some wrong out and calling some right down. And see, this is where so many people are right now, man. You feel like you're locked away, tucked away, that nobody else cares. Can I tell you, your release is on the way. And it's not out there. Your release comes from the inside. See, right at midnight, that means there's a shift. You, you can't go back and do something over yesterday. We got to go on. We say, well, it's still dark outside. Can I tell you something? Morning is already on its way. God, God's already said it. You say, well, that's fine for you, but this is my midnight. Can I tell you what shifts things? It's not your midnight. It's not my midnight. It's his midnight. 
because where the presence of God is, we start singing when we shouldn't be singing. We start praising when people say, you ain't got nothing to praise him for. Evidently, you don't know where I've been. Evidently, you don't know what I've done. You've not sat where I've sat. You got your midnight and I got my midnight. But when he... What did you just say? When he shows up. What I'm trying to encourage somebody to do tonight is to tell you all hell is trying to push you back and say life is dark. You're chained, you're shackled down. You gotta let praise rise up from the inside of you because it's not only you that's gonna get loose. Chains are falling off of other people. The doors are being opened. It's time for you to get up and don't just get up. Come on out. I wish about 10 people could shout some praise. I'm going to tell you right now, if the chains hadn't even fell off Paul and Silas, if the door hadn't even opened, they were still free. Well, you got this and you got that. You can have this and you can have that, but I've got him. and he. But when it's your midnight, I've said it too many times, Eric, unless you have been at that place in your life, where I don't know if morning's even going to come, and I don't know if I even care if it does. But then there was a still small boy said, wrap your face in that mantle. Wrap your face in that mantle of prayer. I'm talking to you. Everything's shaking around you. Fires are burning on the West Coast. Hurricanes are coming on on the Gulf Coast. We got all of this and we got all of that. For Christians, don't you be shaking in your mind. There's all that going on, but there's all of Him coming in. You be encouraged. And at midnight, Matthew chapter 25. And at midnight, the cry was made. The bridegroom coming. And at midnight, all ten got up. All ten were pure in the world's eyes. But only five had the oil. See, you can be pure in the world's eyes. But it takes something moving on the inside of you. Well, my daddy told me I saved. My my mama told me. My grandma. What's the Holy Ghost confirming you? Is the Spirit speaking under the deep? The cry came. There's coming a time, and you're seeing it now. People are hungry for what you got. Give me some of your oil. Give me some of your oil. Turn to somebody and say, get your own. The reason. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord. I'm calling out for you, but I can't get it done for you.
right now, there's never been this pinnacle of time ever seen before in all of humanity. When people are in need. <laughs> and many don't even know what they're in need of. If you're watching online, if you're here, inside, outside, I always have to do this. I feel like I'm speaking to three or four different churches. And in essence, I guess I am. But the key tonight is this. Do you have what it takes? If you're away from God, I'd come, Jack. We ain't done worshiping. We ain't done praising. But you all know this. I've had too many people come and say, man, what's this deal, man? Y'all people pray. You're like, you preaching and people come up to the altar and pray. Praise the Lord. Well, that seems like it's out of order. Well, you think, now ain't a good time to get saved. You need to get on. How about letting God be God in the house? Amen. Now, you go to carrying on doing a bunch of monkey flipping while I'm preaching, I'm going to shut that down up in here and just say, I don't know that that's the Lord. But what about a place that just says, pray when the Spirit of God hits you and says, pray. Tonight, man, if it's on you to pray, you pray. Same thing at home. That midnight hour, Amy. You've been there. I've been there. How many of you have had that midnight hour before? Why don't you just shout, I'm going on. Somebody just shout, I'm going on. I'm going on. There's a praise report that come in, and it's anonymous. And Miss Anonymous or Mr. Anonymous, I want to thank you ahead of time for this wonderful praise report. We don't know who sent this, but it'll encourage you if you feel like you can't go on. And you feel like you're tired or wore out and life ain't worth the living. You need to be encouraged. It says, I have a praise report because God has brought me out of a place that I have never been before. This past February, I made the first and only attempt at taking my own life. I fell into a very deep and dark hole of depression that I thought the only answer was to sleep forever. I didn't want to die. I wanted the emotional pain to end. I took a 1,000 milligrams of blood pressure medicine and I laid down. 30 minutes later, I woke up so sick I could not see. I crawled to the bathroom and I was sick for almost four hours. God was not through with me. He revealed to me that night that I have a purpose here and He wasn't ready for me yet. The months following that night, I've had to start learning how to love myself, something I had not done for years. Tonight and every day and night that follows, I know God loves me and I love me. My life, my heart, my mind, my soul belongs to Him. I live in a place of light and love and peace and happiness. Not in the dark hole that I was in just months ago. Praise His name. Come on, let's stand to our feet and worship the King tonight. Tina Carroll. All the way from down south. She said this. She said, my diabetes is better than it's been in years. You know why? It ain't hers anymore. She give it to him. Can we give God some praise tonight? By the way, Tina, Doug, all y'all, Carly, we love you. We love you. Got another one or two you want to pray over here? Before we get started, I think so. We'll wait. We'll get some more in a moment. If I could have a little video here, we're going to do that, and then we're going to set Greg back. Could you give me that one? 
From Tyrone, please. Could you give me that? Be encouraged, Potter's Hope. Greetings to you all the way from South Africa. My name is Tyrone Paul, and over a year ago, I passed through uh, your area, and I had the privilege of being with, with an amazing man, my dad, your dad, Rick Clendenin, and Debbie Clendenin. Um, it was such a God connection the day I met Pastor Wayne in the foyer of the church, and the moment we met, our hearts were knit together. We just broke down and wept, and we knew it was a God moment. Uh, I was so glad to have a call from Pastor Wayne today, and we just chatted on, on WhatsApp, and he asked me just to share uh, just a short greeting to you as we know that you are praying. And God put a word in his heart that I also feel connected with, and that word is solidify. And I believe that Jesus was the one who solidified relationships. As you look at the life of Jesus, Jesus was moved by felt needs and uh, Jesus felt the needs of people. And, and I pray that God will put this felt needs in our hearts, that we would find that solidify in our spirit. And as you look at the life of Jesus as well, you know, when he came to meet the lady at the well, he felt her need. She had a need for water, but he said, I will give you living water. He connected with the water, but gave her living water. And then when the 5,000 people were there following Jesus and uh, they were without food and they were hungry, the disciples says, Lord, send them to the village to buy food. But Jesus said, you feed them. Look at how Jesus felt need, connected and solidified with the needs of the people. Jesus was not so much concerned about just uh, ministering and preaching the gospel to them. He wanted to also take care of them holistically, body, soul, and spirit. So today, as I begin to just share with you just a few moments, just know that uh, we love you. Uh, my wife, Roseanne, my son, Tafton, and the entire South African evangelistic mission family, the churches here, we need your prayers. We're going through trials and difficulties, but our hope is in the Lord. He solidifies, he strengthens, and he blesses. And we pray a blessing over the church there, over the congregation. Potter's hope, God's got great things in store for you. And I believe that as you begin to move with felt needs, as you feel the needs of the people, be moved with compassion and continue to do what God has called you to do. I love you, I love you, I love you. God bless you. Tyrone Paul, South Africa. Let's give God some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today it was so good to talk with and spend the time with Tyrone. What he's referring to is the day that he and Rick and Debbie were going up the road. It was well over a year ago. Y'all remember Tyrone was with us back in January and even before and um, spoke such a powerful word, such a powerful word. Uh, Tyrone will be back with us as soon as the opportunity uh, allows, as soon as the, the borders reopen. And we talked about that today and I have an uh, invitation to go to South Africa, and uh, that'll be a two-way ticket, Amen. just in case you was wondering. But, uh, we have that opportunity. But I like the word, or I like the way, Pastor Greg, that he said, solidify. And do you hear what he said? One thing that brings us together is need. How many of you need Jesus more today than you ever have before? Boy, see, this just begins, man, to get a hold of my spirit, boy. 
Don't you want everybody to know the Jesus you know? Well, I do, Hannah. I do. Come on, Pastor Greg. Come on. Guys, these altars are open. There's plenty of room, and I want to encourage you to pray wherever you want to pray. That's what this is a time of. It's just prayer and worship. myself away I give myself away so you can use me I give myself away I give myself away so you can you
It's not my own. Say that with me. My life is not my own. Let me hear you. To you I belong. I give myself. I give myself. I give myself. Say that again. Say, Lord, my life is not my own. My life is not my own. To you I belong. I give myself. I give myself. Sing it again, my life is not my own. We're going to pray for some healing. Got anybody out here tonight you, you need for the Lord to heal your body in any aspect, your mind or your body? Would you lift your hand right now? All right, hold it up. Hold it up. Hold it up. Hold it up. If you're able to hold up your hand, hold it up right now. The Word of God tells us that with men things can be impossible, but with God all things are possible. We're going to believe tonight. What about here? Anybody need a healing? Let's believe together, okay? Oh, Lord Jesus, right now. My deliverer, my redeemer. 
King of kings and Lord of lords. Stone rolling, water walking. Mighty God. My counselor, my peacemaker. We call out, we cry out to you tonight. We say heal. We ask you right now, heal. God, right now, that's going through the battle in their mind, that one that's going through the battle in their mind right now, we speak peace. Peace, be still. Right now, God, be the increase. Be the increase in their mind. God, that one right now that's suffering from a kidney issue, right now, heal that kidney in Jesus' name. Heal that kidney in Jesus' name. God, tonight, with your stripes, we are healed. God, I'm expecting tomorrow night that there's going to be praise reports after praise report. God, for the hands that are lifted and the hearts that are tied to it, we call out, we cry out to you right now. Heal in Jesus' name. God, that blood disorder right now, get in order. Get in order right now. Your name is greater than cancer, diabetes, heart disease. We declare it. We believe it. Mm, Right now, high blood pressure. High blood pressure. Come down right now. Right now. Be healed. Healed right now. Jenny, in the name of Jesus, we just believe and we agree that you are healed right now. Right now. Right now. He's your peace in the midst of this transition. And they know who, you know who I'm talking to. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, for that one online tonight that's awaiting the test. Right now, we just believe that those test results are going to be favorable. God, that healing is already in place. God, tonight as we're praying, we pray for the United States of America. God, this nation needs a healing. This nation needs a healing. God, and right now, just sin sick. Lord, bring a Holy Ghost revival. Lord, let it begin right here and right now within the hearts and soul of every man, woman, and child. God, I know tonight. I know, Jesus, if we ask it in your name, you said you'd do it. Do what you do, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As people are still praying. I know some of you, you can be seated. Pastor Greg, you're doing awesome, man. Thank you. I call you pastor because you still pastor me. Hallelujah. (laughs) Pastor many people. How many of you have ever suffered loss before? Probably everybody, you've suffered some loss before. And I know that I even see one of those prayer requests just even tonight. And I want you to know for those that have recently lost loved ones, it seemed where someone had just lost their mother. We're praying for you. But this earthly loss, Greg, that, that we talk about, and truly our heart grieves, but you know, it is heaven's gain. And it's a tough shift to shift from here 
to get our mind off of what is temporal and into what is eternal. I spent some time on the phone with a young lady today at length. We cried and we prayed and we shared, man, God's love. She wanted to encourage you, Potter's Hope. She wanted to tell you that there was a better place than here. So you be encouraged tonight as you check out what I'll call the brains of that outfit, and you'll understand in just a moment. Could you play that one? Sister Debbie, please. Hello, Potter's Hope family and pastors Wayne and Amy. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for your love and support and your prayers during this difficult time that we've been going through for me and my family. We so appreciate it, and we truly believe that the prayers of God's people is what has helped us make it this far. I also want to let you know that you are some of the most precious people on this planet Every single time we have come to minister there, you have welcomed us with open arms, and we have felt the presence of the Almighty God while we were there. From the worship to the altar service, God has been present. I love the pure hearts that you people possess. That is not present in every church that we have been to. You need to cherish that and never lose it. You have an amazing church, and it is because it is filled with amazing people. Your care and support of each other, as well as others around you, is very evident to all that know you. Keep up the good work you're doing for the Lord. Your reward will certainly be great. I love you all and pray that God will continue to bless you as you bless others. Debbie's watching tonight. Can we stand to our feet and thank God for that wonderful woman of God? Can we thank God for her tonight? Most of you know that that is Rick Clendenin's wife, Debbie. <laughs> Rick said, you got to thank Debbie. She's the brains of this outfit. Me and Debbie laughed today and spent some time laughing and crying some and Church, she, uh, she thanks God for you. And I called her today and as we were encouraging each other. And I asked her, I said, I don't know if it'd be upon you or not, but she said, I'd love to. And knowing Debbie, I think that she had that road out boy just for us. And I'm thankful for that tonight. Why am I saying that? Because you're not alone. That's right. You're not alone. That's from down around Paducah, Kentucky. Richie, his son, and their daughter Tater, I want you to pray for them and their kids. And Debbie, of course, and Debbie, if you're watching, I don't have words to tell you how much we love you. I said it, Amy, within the past two or three weeks when Rick and Debbie were here with us in January, standing right out wherever that door was back in. Luke, they stood right out there and they said this. They said, I'm going to tell you something. Rick said, I'm going to tell you something, Bubba. 
He said, it ain't like this everywhere. He said, your people know how to use the altar. He said, man, we love it here. He called me. He called me, man, December. Hey, Pastor. <laughs> hey, Bubba. I said, what's up, Big Daddy? He said, man, I, I know you got some room for me during that fast. Y'all going to be ready for me to come up and speak. And I said, when you want it. He said, I like all of it. He said, man, that's some of the sweetest time I've ever spent. And I know tonight that many of y'all be thinking, you know what? Maybe it'll be different this, this January. Rick will still be here. Debbie will still be here in our hearts. And Debbie and Richie, we believe all of them are going to have a chance to come up here and carry on with us. I want to encourage you that this shared faith that we have now is that there's a family knit here and there's a family knit there. And I'm much like Paul. <laughs> I don't know where to stay or go, man. I guess I'll hang out here a while. But boy, I'm telling you, heaven sure gets sweeter. It sure seems sweeter all the time, doesn't it? Be encouraged. Well, Pastor Greg does another song, man, and leads us another worship piece right here just for a moment, and we'll have a couple more clips. And the Lord would ask, if he wants us to, we'll, we'll head out for tonight and get ready to come back tomorrow night as we surrender this house to prayer, be covered in prayer 24-7 right here on campus. Church, as we get ready for this next one, Stand to your feet if you would, please. Just, just take a moment in his presence. We have a shared faith, Amy. And to be able to share in this worship and potter's hope for such a time as this. I'll testify just for a second. It's been a couple that's been to church here with us now for two or three weeks and had the opportunity, I won't mention his name, but had the opportunity yesterday to spend some time with him on the telephone. And the joy, the joy just went back and forth, man. And the whole time that I'm speaking to this young man, I knew him probably, we worked together probably as many as 25 or 30 years ago. And there was just a joy, just a communicable joy that we had. And it was the Holy Ghost. God's bringing people in. He's bringing people in. And whether they're from Michigan, Colorado, can I get a witness, Breeze? New Jersey, can I get a witness? For such a time as this, Diane God's bringing us all together, man. Putting together an army of believers. So be encouraged tonight as we continue to worship. A few more minutes. Come on, Greg. Come on. Let's go way back a little bit. Come Sing on. this with me. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved 
let's sing it with me. Twas grace that told my heart to and brings my fears Shining as the sun, bright shining as the sun. We've no less days to sing God's praise. Hallelujah. Sing it like this when I was growing up. Sing it like this. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Because he's worthy, amen. Pray, oh church, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Bring it way down, fellas. Everybody, let me hear you say that. Praise God. Bring it down. Praise God. Say that. Praise. Come on, let the whole town hear you. Praise God. Come on. Make the devil mad. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Can we make a big noise for the Lord tonight? Hallelujah. 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 He's worthy. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. One more time. Praise God. Praise God. Let me hear you. Come on. Amen. Praise. I think the outside sing it louder than the inside. Praise God. Praise worthy. Praise God. 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 Come on, 
on, bless the Lord, amen. Bless the Lord, amen. Come on, on, church, give him some praise, come on. Speaking of praising God, come on up, Miss Kim. You want to praise God tonight? I know you'll keep it lined up with the king. You just come right on, come right here. I don't know if a lot of people know me very well, but I have um, could give a million testimonies on a million things, but tonight is a praise report. I have been sick. Um, It's diagnosed with autoimmune disease that is uh, progressive and attacking my brain, and I get treatments every week, confusions, to keep that from stopping. But in the beginning, it hit me all of a sudden. I was a nurse for 20 years, and at work, I got dizzy and couldn't stand. And then the process of trying to find out what was going on started. And in that process, I continued to get worse. Uh, Doctors told Lacey to get my affairs in order. Uh, didn't look good and I didn't have my capacity to fight for myself but I did have Lacey and if it hadn't been for Lacey dragging me around and and fighting for me uh, the Lord would have but she was there and so what I want to say is there was a point of time in the beginning of my illness for about a year that I had difficulty with my speech. I couldn't get out what I wanted to say. I couldn't read. It. I couldn't um, understand things. But the thing that the Lord showed me was that I did not need my brain. I did not need my brain. I did not have my brain. And everything that he had put inside of me was still there. And I knew it when I couldn't understand you or I couldn't understand her, the Holy Spirit was sitting beside my bed. And Jesus was loving on me. And um, so as I started getting some treatments and started getting a little bit more of my brain back, I said, well, um, Lord, I, I know you as a lot of things in my life. You've been my provider. There's a, a million names that I know you. And I know that you're a healer. I believe that you heal. I know you can do it miraculously. You can touch someone in a second and they could be completely healed. Or you can... Uh, heal them whenever you want to, or you can heal them and they pass away and their healing is in heaven. And I don't know what you're going to do with that. So, 
while I'm here, I guess I should probably get to know you better. <laughs> so, my journey began as soon as I could listen to, uh, I had a brain injury and I couldn't, not could, only couldn't I read, but I couldn't hear things because it was like an annoying screech. It was almost demonic, really. It was for a long time. But I got through that and I was listening to people and um, the first thing I did was got a journal and wrote down who are you. And then I got another journal and I wrote down who do you say I am. And that's where I started. And those two, finding out those two truths and knowing that there is a very thin veil between this, what we see, and where we're going to step into. And I mean very thin, like I can touch it thin. <laughs> and I'm really excited about that. But I've been more healed in this process than I've ever been healed in anything. And it's not been physical. Yeah, it's been spiritual. <laughs> and you know, I don't know what he's gonna do. And I'm not, uh, I told him I didn't know what he was gonna do, but it, I needed him to help me figure out how to serve him where I am till he figures out if he's gonna be the touch me your heel kind of healing or the come on where you been I was just talking to you <laughs> come on in the door so I don't know but um, we'll find out and um, you can trust him he's faithful and he's real and it doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter Ooh, how he heals. Amen. You know, I don't, um, I, w I would love to be fully healed. But I also told him that I have screwed up so many things in my life so many times that if total healing meant that would take me one step away from him, don't do it. Wow. Speak. Do not That's do it. That is huge. That's awesome. Wow. And so I said, I want to serve you, and I want to know what I'm supposed to do. And he said, I want you to pray. And I said, okay, I can pray, and I pray all the time. I walk around praying all the time, you know. And I know the prayer that they do at the AA meetings, but I didn't want to just do a generic prayer and I didn't want to so I kind of just did what the disciples did and said can you just teach me how to pray because yes. yes. each one of those things thou father right. who art in heaven they mean something 
It yeah. means something more than just that one line. So I tore that apart. Absolutely. And I figured out how to do that. And I stay home and I pray. I pray. And I pray and I pray and I go right to the throne room. The Holy Spirit says, come on. And I go there. And Jesus is advocating. And I say, I know you're sick of seeing me, but I'm back here again today because somebody has a need. But I'm telling you, don't give up. Yeah, come on, that's it. Find out who he is. Yeah, come on. Find out who he says you are, not who yes. the world says yes, you are. that's it, Kim. And keep pressing on because we're, we're overcomers. Praise God. Let's give God some praise tonight. Wow. If you didn't come for nothing else but that, been worth it. Back, uh, <laughs> back earlier in the year, we had a fella come on a Wednesday night spoke a prophetic word before a lot of this hit. The great friend of ours and as a family here at Potter's Hope, <laughs> he's took a little bit of heat because people said, man, you spoke this, and boy, here it is. We think you're the one that brought it, but uh, you'll know who it is. Could you help me out there if you could, Eric? Kent Christmas. Well, good morning, Potter's Hope. Yeah. I'm just finishing up here in the park where I come and pray, and I just wanted to send a word of encouragement to you. Uh, boy, we're in fantastic times, and uh, I was reading the scriptures where David said, I looked at the wicked, and it seemed like that they prospered and nothing ever went wrong for them, and their houses were full, and their legacy was strong, and he said, I literally struggle. But he said, when I got in the sanctuary, it's when I had a revelation that the wicked do not prosper and that God deals with them. And I want to tell you, hold on, because we're so close to a, the change in the atmosphere. And there's war in the heavenlies right now. And God is taking the powers of the wicked and he's getting ready to release them to the church. And so in this hour that we're in, don't let the enemy shake your faith. And the other day I was seeking the Lord, and sometimes we feel like, well, what do I need to do extra? Is there something I'm not doing? And I heard the Lord say, we haven't, we don't have to do anything else. We just need to wait on the Lord because this is a God thing. This is not a people thing. This is a God thing. And so I want to encourage you in the Lord. Um, just hang in there. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. And God has great things for Potter's Hope. God is going to use Potter's Hope in a powerful way. And I love your pastor, Wayne, and I love your church. And uh, this is a great day. God's made it. So rejoice and be glad in it till I get to be with you. I love you. Be strong in the Lord. Let's give God some praise. Brother Kent Christmas will be back with us soon. He will. Got one more. Good friend of mine. I think many of you will recognize him, and he wanted to encourage you also. And that's really what all this is about, Amy, is to solidify, to let you know, to reinforce your faith, and let you know you're not alone. Could you play that last one for me, please? Hello, this is Pastor Bob Rogers in Louisville, Kentucky. 
And I want to say a great big hello to Pastor Wayne Clemens. I love you, my brother, and your great church, Potter's Hope. I believe that God's raised your church up to reach your whole community for Jesus. And on this Rosh Hashanah evening, I believe we're beginning a real countdown for something miraculous that's going to change our nation. Things are going to begin to turn around in just 10 days on the Day of Atonement. So get ready. Repent. Look to God. If you have things in your life that you need God to deliver you from, He'll do it. But right now, place your hand on your body. God gives me a great promise for you. It's 1 John 3, 8. For this purpose was the Son of God manifested, that He might destroy the works of the devil. Today, I bind and curse every sickness, every weakness, every attack on your life, on your family. And I speak the blood of Jesus over you, the power of the cross that makes a difference forever. In Jesus' name, may you prosper. May you be well. May God give you victory after victory after victory. And may Grayson County come to Jesus. Amen. God bless you. And I, I believe something good's going to happen during these next 10 days. Let's give God some praise. Can we stand to our feet tonight? Pastor Greg, let's just end this night and worship. And I'm going to encourage you to make an altar right there at your seat or right here, either one. <laughs> Wherever you'd like. This has been a night of prayer. Tomorrow night, and for those that are watching online, I want to encourage you to be back with us tomorrow night, 6.33, a lot of the same format. We're going to come and worship. We're going to pray. The church will be open 24-7 people to come and pray and spend time in here. We'll have the music. The worship music will be going. I want this to be a refuge to you. How many of you will join me at the altar tonight, whether it's in your seat or at this altar? Let's just truly consecrate this house tonight. Consecrate this temple to Him. Come on, Pastor Greg, whatever's on you. As I wait Lord, I grow stronger as I wait upon you, Lord, I grow stronger as I
Thank you so much for coming out tonight just to worship and just to pray. Tomorrow night, same time, same channel. <laughs> come be with us. More importantly, come be with him. Outside, you don't have to worry about putting any of those chairs up. We'll just leave them there. And let's just pray that they'll be filled again tomorrow night. I'm going to ask these folks out here, has it been great to worship out here in the open air tonight? Has it been great? Has it been great to worship in here tonight? It's just been awesome to worship. And by the way, have you enjoyed the worship tonight from all these guys? Can we just thank God? Pastor Greg, tonight I want you, I don't ever like to say to dismiss in prayer, but you bless us as we get ready to take him home with us and, and even consecrate this house back to the Lord. Go right ahead. Father, thank you for this time that we could come together tonight, God. Lord, we, we celebrate you tonight, Jesus. We celebrate your good works in the world. God, we celebrate you tonight, Jesus, for all the mighty things that you've done. We thank you for the testimonies tonight, God. God, we thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to still come together and consecrate, God, this place to you. We thank you, Lord, that you honor our repentance, God. Yes. God, that you're not 
You're not someone who just walks away. But God, you hear us when we cry. You hear us when we pray. And you're right here with us. Fathers, I can even feel your Holy Spirit now. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that your word would come to pass in our lives. That your word would take root in our hearts. And God, that we would see your glory. And that we would see your glory in this house. God, I pray for those who have lost loved ones tonight, God. God, that you would bring them home. God, we curse, Lord, the enemy and the things that he's bringing against our families. God, the drugs, the sickness, the hate, the envy. God, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would bind the wicked one, God. God, that you would bind, God, the spirit of this world. God, we declare freedom tonight, God, in this place. God, let this be a place. Let this continue to be a place where people can come and they can find you and they can feel your presence and feel your power in the mighty and the holy name of Jesus. God bless us till we come back. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord some praise before we leave this house. Yeah, come on. Let's give him some high praise. He's worth it. God bless you. God bless you. Be encouraged. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to thank you once again for being with us here in our worship service today and taking the time out, which I know is so valuable to you. God bless you and be encouraged. And remember, Jesus is King.